Well, when you want to talk offensive football in the National Football League, there's a guy we can call and he can do it better than anybody. And he joins us right now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's former NFL head coach, offensive guru, Mr. Mike Martz. Hello, Coach. How are you? All right, Coach. Good, ap- good afternoon, guys. Appreciate you having me. Always, man. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Deshaun Watson is a quarterback when he was in Houston. You thought what? They're very gifted. Um, probably one of the better counts in the league. What very, kind- very gifted. I think, I think for a lot of quarterbacks um, – so much about their success is dictated by where they land in the draft. And some, some don't fit. Others do. Um, you know, there's, there's gotta be a, a cohesiveness between that staff and the quarterback. Coach, what's it like when you can take a guy who is this talented and drop him into the offense that you have built thus far? Do you have just a whole like backlog playbook of like, oh good, I can go to the file cabinet and grab all this and throw it in there? Or have you been building for this with your backup and then you just execute it with a different guy plugged in? So I'm sure what they've done is is uh made sure that he understands and can assimilate their base offense and what they do. And without having to think about it, that's a big, big deal. Um and it, and it doesn't take that long, but it does take a little bit of time in practice to just see and read and react without having to think about your reads because it's a new offense is different for them. So they'll be, you know, they've got to get that out of the system a little bit in practice and that'll take a little bit of time. Um, it's just the execution of what they're asking them to do right now. It's not, it won't be anything exorbitant. I'm sure it'd be fairly simple. And then as he gets a better grasp and is a little bit quicker uh, with his thinking on these plays, with his reactions, then they'll, they'll begin to kind of add a little bit. But right now, it's kind of a getting acquainted period. and I'm sure they'll keep it fairly simple for them, and uh, hopefully then the ball will come out much faster. Mike, what did you think of the job that Kevin Stefanski did coordinating this offense with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback? And if, if you were Kevin, would you change things drastically, or would you just kind of you know, maybe have a couple of special plays that – you wouldn't use before. How do you approach it with a change in midseason when, from an offensive standpoint, it went fairly well? Yeah, Jacoby uh, went way beyond expectations. I believe. I think he just. I think he played very, very well. Um, I do think it's a little bit like when we got Marshall uh, Falk. When we went, when we got him in, in that trade, we as a staff we sat down and looked at all of his game film, every every snap he took in the NFL. And trying to get a feel for, you know, his strength and trying to find anything that was, he was weak at, and there just wasn't. So, we were free to kind of build him into the passing game more than they, perhaps he had in the past. We were careful about pounding him because he's not a big guy, um, and we just kind of, you know, you look at his first three or four games with us. He was, not, there was really nothing special about what he did. He made a couple of plays, but then as he got assimilated into what we do, then he just took off, and then it was just a different animal. And I think that's what's going to happen here with Sean is he, you know, they're going to get him assimilated into the office, and the big key is run what they do basically at a high level, and then have you know your third downs and a couple extra plays because he's capable of all that. But be careful how much you load up on because right now it's about execution and having them play very, very well. 
when you got Marshall Falk coach, how much of what you did was stealing from what the previous team was it the Colts? Was it Marshall Falk came from the Colts? Correct. How much of it yes, was stealing it did, yeah. from the Colts, and how much of it was your own innovation? I'm just wondering that from a Kevin Stefanski standpoint. Was, yeah, it, it, it was our innovation. We didn't. We never took anything from. It. We just looked at him, and within our system, we started to build things for him that we hadn't had before. And, and to be honest with you, nobody else had. You know, we started using him. Everybody in the league throws this route. We call it the bullets route, where he comes out at an arc out of the backfield down the sideline, and uh, we started throwing him that that pass and it was ridiculous how against a blitz how many defensive ends were trying to cover him and and he'd get in the Super Bowl he got dropped he had a 55 yard reception out of it so those are things we just built for him and we we, you just kind of build on it you know and and the same thing with the quarterback you know it was the same thing with Kurt we didn't know how good Kurt was going to be but as soon as we could see that he could take what we asked him to do in the meeting room and apply it not real good on Wednesday, really good on Thursday, and super good on Friday. And then we knew he had something. You know, he could assimilate that. And um, I think that's probably what will happen here. I think they'll be careful with him. And then each week they'll just give him a little bit more, into, you know, just as long as he's comfortable with it. And I'm sure he has, you know, in the time that he's had off, there's no reason for him not to know what's going on in that offense. You know, he's had all this time to sit and study it you know, the language, all that stuff. Now it's to do it in real time. It's one thing to know where the ball's supposed to go in this particular pass play. It's another to do it in, in 1.85 seconds, right? So, you know, that's what he's going to have to get accustomed to. And I, I would suggest that it probably won't take long for that to happen. Mike Martz joining us, former head coach of the Rams, terrific offensive coordinator uh, during his time in the National Football League. We've, as you I'm sure Mike would expect. We've been talking about Deshaun every which way, how he fits, what he did, blah, 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 uh, in Houston as a, as a member of the Texans. We've, we've talked about Nick Chubb probably being better than any running back he's had and this offensive line being better probably than anything he had in Houston. Is there anything that sticks out that would be something that you would think, yeah, that could be a real huge thing here for Watson and Cleveland? I just think he's capable of so much more than what he did in Houston. And the discipline of what they do there in Cleveland is so different than what he's had in the past. And I don't mean to slam any offensive coordinator or any of that stuff, but um, they're just trying to survive down there at times when he was there. They, they have a real live team that has an offense that's got an offensive line runner. And the, the piece that's missing really at this point is having just an outstanding player at that at that at his position. And I think, you know, as 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 he gets there and he gets in the huddle the first week of practice here, he's gonna realize that, man, this is different, buddy. <laughs> These guys expect to win. You know, the speed of the game is you know, it just seems more important. Uh, there's you know, he'll feel the stress and the tension of, of really wanting to win games and having the ability around him to support him. When you've seen Amari Cooper this year, Coach, what's impressed you most? You know, I haven't seen him much. Um, I don't see that he's, uh, you know, that he's fallen off at all. Um, he just, uh, he was a, a go, he was the mainstay for a long time. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you just don't know until you get somebody in there that can can help him. Uh and where he can get the ball and all that sort of thing. You just don't know uh, where he is physically and how much he's got left in the tank. Mike Martz joining us. 
Mike, if you're Kevin Stefanski and his coaching staff, I, I would assume it might be like getting somebody back from an injury, you know, and you knew all along, okay, we might get this guy back in week 10, week 11, week 12. What kind of a job did they do holding down the, the fort, keeping this offense running? I, I know wins and losses, it's not where, what everybody wants at four and seven, but the offensive numbers looked pretty good. How did they do during this stretch? So I think what he did is what we I would do as well is you just you have to go at it like there you know there is no Watson he's not coming back you know we're going to play the year like this and and don't refer to it don't talk about it uh, assume that's just going to be this is the way it's going to be all year and you approach every week like that you know and then when it comes time when it gets close then you deal with it but you can't go in there I think without you know, have both hands in there, so to speak, and just, you know, get Jacoby uh, all your attention and assume he's going to play the rest of the year and, and coach him that way. And I think that's what they did, and they did a good job with it. All right, Coach, the defense here in, in Cleveland has been maligned. Oh, hit or miss? We'll, we'll call it much maligned. I think that's the nicest way that we can put it, especially against the run. They have been so bad. How much, especially defending the run, does it come down to scheme? And how much do you believe does it come down to talent that is on the field? Well, talent's always, uh, you know, a major factor in everything that you do. I don't care what position it is or which side of the ball it is. But um, I think you can help your guys schematically at times. Uh, and I, you know, to be honest with you, since I've moved, I don't – I used to watch every game played. I don't now. I haven't seen Cleveland, but maybe once or twice – all year, so I, I would I just feel awkward talking about. It. But usually, if guys are running the ball, it's just the fits have got to be right, you know, and guys have got to be where they're supposed to be. And you know, it's really do your job kind of thing on, on defense because if you if you're supposed to fit this gap and you and you're not there, it's a big run. You know, it should never get back to the safeties. You know, and that's. That's just in general. Now, I don't know what the situation is or why. Um, you can help it. I know a lot of guys go to a five down or a kind of a bear look. Um, you know, does help stop the run. If you know the run's coming, it's not a bad deal. You know, you just five down, you cover them all up, and now you, your linebackers are free to scrape and uh, unimpeded to the back, you know. So that's one way of doing it. But there's all kinds of ways of helping that. You can get, you know, the run blitzes that, that are always good. But, you know, this is a very confident staff. You know, and I think um, sometimes you just have to plug some holes there uh, personnel-wise. And, you know, you don't each, – each year you change personnel-wise on defense as well. And I don't know. I feel real uncomfortable being critical of anything that they do on defense because I know how good they really are as a staff. Mike Martz joining us. Mike, last thing. Some teams have made some interesting moves. And I, I don't mean player personnel-wise, but just the way they've played this year. Uh, throughout the NFL, the Eagles at ten and one, Vikings are nine and two. I don't know if people believe that. The 49ers look primed for some big things, and they're seven and four right now. And, and in the AFC, Miami's eight and three, Buffalo's only eight and three. I think people thought that they might be better than that. And the Chiefs at nine and two. Is there a team or two that you really have your eye on, and you think, yeah, these are the guys who are really going to make a push here, and might be the teams to beat? Dallas. Dallas. Dallas has just found out what this thing's all about. They've kind of come together. Dak is back to where he was like two or three years ago. Um, 
I, I just I was down there three years ago for the camp. Spent the week down there, and he's guys. He's he's the real deal now. He's very very good. I think I think that uh, with the new head coach there with with McCarthy down there, and that coordinator, I think he's been able to impose his will in terms of run the ball more, which is really good because you got those two backs. They were weak in, uh, in the offensive line with the, with the left tackle. They've been able to resolve some of that. They're very, 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 very good on defense. Schematically, they're outstanding. He's a great coach. The only weakness that that team has to me at this point is physically between the tackles, people have been able to pound them a little bit, and uh, and that's a stretch. I think it's they're finding their second wind here. I think they're a very dangerous team to play right now. Awesome. Mike, thank you very much. We appreciate the insight into everything going on with uh, our situation here with Deshaun Watson and moving forward. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Coach. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you very much. Mike Martz, former coach of the Rams, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.